The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. The Gospels are for a suffering church. Throughout time, these Gospel readings have been read in churches when there were wars, plagues, and the falling of empires. We look out to a world that was meant to be something better. Relationships supposing to be rich and full of love, not full of heartache and trouble. Lives are supposed to be filled with work that is joyful with satisfaction in improving the lives of others. We look out and we desire evil to stop holding sway with the world and with us. These yearnings for a better world come out in our prayers, as St. Paul remarks, our sighs and groans of the spirit which await the redemption of the body. The world is tough. And there are periods where evil has its way with humanity. A good many, perhaps, have listened to the Gospels over time and wondered, how do these readings help us in times of need? Or, when will the Lord help us? The Gospels frame our very existence. Who we are as a people and a church are defined by the message in these writings. St. Mark's Gospel, taken as a whole, has a certain tone. Mark's baptism account of Jesus and his subsequent temptation in the desert by Satan is very brief in comparison to the other Gospels. Mark bullet points these initial acts in the early life of Jesus, and we hear the point in verses 14 and 15 which reads, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. But today is the baptism of our Lord in the church year. Mark is brief in chapter 1 because he wants the readers to speed on to the heart of the story 
so we understand the baptism of Jesus. The crux of Mark's gospel comes in chapter 8, when Jesus says, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. But remember, the Gospels are for a suffering church. They are not for the people who think they can fulfill precepts and laws and fix things themselves. Instead, the Gospels are for people who feel paralyzed by the world's hatred and the sin which infects us all. Tucked away carefully in Jesus' words is the Gospel's point. Only Jesus can carry the cross that will save the world. And this is what we need. The baptism of Jesus is the illumination of God coming into a world of anguish. Heaven and earth slam together as Jesus stands in the Jordan. The heavens are ripped in two as we watch the Spirit descend as the Father speaks his love for his Son. The rugged John the Baptist and so many people stand there in awe. A people not unlike ourselves who yearn for the world to be what it was intended to be. For evil to be crushed. For love and truth to embody every word and expression. Location is important. It takes place in the wilderness. The Spirit then drives Jesus into the wilderness where he is tempted by the devil. While brief, it is here where Jesus casts aside the devil's three temptations. From baptism to temptation, we witness the undoing of evil. Jesus wins a major victory over Satan and shows a suffering church what lies ahead. Epiphany light shines bright in this baptism of our Lord, and this is what we need. For throughout history, the church has continued while much trouble brewed in the world around the church. While the world struggled, Christians continued on. When the world would lose its hope, the Christians stood by going to Eucharist, prayerfully listening to the Gospels, praying for the world, quietly doing their work, and loving others. When civilizations collapsed, wars raged, and people's lives were languishing, the Christians stood in the midst of it all with the cross of Jesus and a hope that would rebuild and renew through the gospel. The baptism of our Lord is the story of hope. It is the reminder that with Jesus, heavenly realities break into darkness. We are shown joy as it is offered to us. We are drawn to the promise of heavenly peace. Most importantly, we are led to the one who steps into a room and heavenly peace and hope come in with him. 
those who are broken and shamed by their sins can look up again. Those who have turned into the corners of evil are invited to turn and walk into a home of forgiveness, where words of mercy are always spoken. Jesus comes and puts his arms around the despairing and the troubled and leads them on to a different path that leads to a different place. The baptism of Jesus is the mark of a new creation. Eternal hope enters the world and therefore your life. The point is that Jesus does it for the life of the world for you and for me. In his baptism, he begins his journey to the cross, filling up a baptism for us. And so we walk by the font. Today we dip our finger in the baptismal water and make the sign of the cross, or we look at the paschal candle and we remember our lives in those baptismal waters. We embrace hope and think on how those waters dripped down from our heads and soaked into our pores. We are one with hope. The world's despair does not define us any longer. The devil has been beaten. The Gospels define your life. Jesus forgives the sinful woman. Jesus heals the paralytic, forgiving his sins. Peter, desiring to walk on water and yet sinking, is pulled up and saved by Jesus. And so it is with you. And so we live each day in his grace, rising in prayer and thanksgiving. While evil rages, we go to the Eucharist. We journey from the Lord's table, baptized and loved, praying, and with a peace and a joy, knowing that evil cannot maintain its grasp. For darkness fades into nothing when the illumination of our Savior shines. For in our baptisms, we deny the world for what it has become, and we look to our Jesus who brings healing and hope to the world. In the holy name of Jesus.